All right, it's the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Fedoff. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ohio State, uh, let's talk a lot about what they got going on. They uh, come off a 77-21 win over Toledo. I want to tell you we are presented by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200 and bet sports, casino, horses, uh, pop culture, more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Follow me on Twitter at that happens. Jeff Tito Thidoff is your host here today. So um, I want to talk about Ohio State. Uh, first of all, the performance against Toledo, they uh, won 77 to 21. As I said, uh, CJ Stroud, five touchdown passes and uh, Ohio State scored on all six of the first half possessions. They had 763 total yards, improved to 3-1 and one on the season. Um, it, it was a 42-14 uh, halftime lead. Stroud finished with 367 yards passing. And the performance by the Ohio State offense, um, as far as their total yards, it was the most since they uh, took on Bowling Green back in 2016. And uh, the Buckeyes had 776 yards, also 77 points in that game. Uh, when they beat uh, the Bowling Green squad, the Falcons, 77 to 10. Um, a couple of key notes after the game uh, that, that were released by Ohio State. It's the uh, 64th consecutive time Ohio State has scored at least 20 points in a game. They are now second all-time in that mark. Again, this is all from Ohio State Buckeyes, their media group, uh, their uh, SID, all the news notes they put out after games. And uh, Oklahoma's got the mark of 69 in a row. Um, that's the uh, the current record. And Ohio State, they can break that this year with a few more good games of at least 20 points. Buckeyes, when they score 30 more points under Ryan Day, um, they are 33-0. and 0. That's, uh, They've had 41 games under Ryan Day 30 times. They scored 33 points or more. When they're held to less than 30, they are just 4-4. Uh, and four. Uh, Big games for the receivers again. And, you know, JSN, uh, Jack Smith and Jigba did play, but... Didn't, wasn't involved that much in the offense, and that's okay. Uh, Mecca Agbuka had uh, seven catches for 116 and a touchdown. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. had six for 102 and two touchdowns. Jaden Ballard had four for 113 and a touchdown. Tight end Kate Stover, three for 83. And now we're going to hear from Ryan Day. Um, he's going to talk about uh, the impact. Kate Stover, again, look, Ohio State tight ends typically don't have big games because there's so many other weapons. So it was cool to see Kate Stover get three catches for 83 yards. Here is Ryan Day talking about the impact Cade Stover had on the game. And, and that's kind of what we want out of the tight end position. Um, and when he's had his opportunities, he's made plays so far. But um, you can see, you know, first off, that uh, he can block. Um, he's done a good job in protection. And now he's uh, shown what he can do on the perimeter. Um, and certainly in pass, um, you know, run past conflicts. And, and he can run. I mean, he's an athletic player. He's a really good basketball player. Okay, so that's to talk about Kate Stover. Uh, getting back to Marvin Harrison Jr. Look, uh, in his last four games, he's got eight touchdowns. Uh, he is tied for uh, tied second in the country with five touchdowns right now this season. And this other stat from Ohio State I thought was pretty cool. That out of his 18 receptions this year, so 18 catches, and 14 of them have resulted in either a first down or a touchdown, which is amazing. Um, he's also got five catches of 30 yards or more this year, also good for second in the country. Travion Henderson for Ohio State. So. Um, he, uh, scored a touchdown early on, but got hurt in the second early, got hurt. I think early in the first quarter, midway through the first quarter, got hurt and left the game, did not come back out and play was seen in a walking boot after the game. Uh, they asked Ryan Day at his press conference today about, uh, what Travion Henderson's availability will be for Wisconsin if he'll be able to play. And he said, it's, uh, not a, 
not a big thing. He does think he will play Saturday night against Wisconsin. Um, Dallin Hayden, the freshman running back, came in and had a huge game. Uh, he was the first Buckeye to cross the century mark this year in a game. He got uh, 108 on 17 carries. They all scored a touchdown. Mayan Williams, look, he had 77 yards on 10 carries. He would have played more if Henderson hadn't gotten hurt. If Henderson left the game because of just, uh, you know, load management type thing and get him out of the game, Henderson very well could have been the guy who got over 100 yards. But I think Ohio State held him out of the game because of, uh, after the 10 carries, just because they want to make sure they've got as many healthy running backs as possible going into the Wisconsin game. T.C. Caffey even came in and had 62 yards on six attempts. Uh, Ryan Day talked about Hayden and the, the freshman out of uh, Tennessee, what his impact was, how he played. And here is uh, Ryan Day talking about Hayden. Uh, good. Um, you know, number one thing is he took care of the ball and he has to continue to do that moving forward because um, the more you do that, the more trust you build with your teammates. And that's the number one thing everybody's trying to do is show their teammates that they can be counted on. And that's the, that's the first thing. Um, I thought he had some really good lanes to run. I thought the offensive line did a good job, but but he also hit some holes and created some explosive plays for us. Uh, Kyle McCord and Devin Brown, the other quarterbacks on Ohio State's roster, also saw action under center um, in this game, which is one of the great things about a blowout game like this. Since you don't really get a preseason, you know, they didn't get to play really against Notre Dame. Arkansas State was, um, you know, a little bit of time there, but not for Devin Brown. But they got extensive action here. Uh, Stroud left, um, you know, with still more than a quarter, I think, left in the game when Stroud was out of the game. So on the Toledo side of the ball, Daquan Finn, their quarterback, passed for 153 yards and and two touchdowns, rushed for 70 yards, was their leading rusher, also scored there. He did also did not play, I don't believe, in the fourth quarter at all. He came out of the game. But he was somebody who caused problems for Ohio State. And uh, athletic quarterback, made a lot of plays with his feet. Ohio State, I'll talk about the defense in a little bit, but Ohio State had a hard time um, containing Finn. And here is defensive coordinator Jim Knowles talking about that and what the challenges were uh, in defending someone like uh, a very elusive quarterback uh, like Finn. I don't think we did a great job. You know, that that starts with me. Um, I think it was not at the level that we want our defense to be silver bullet caliber. It wasn't, it wasn't there. Now, yeah, a lot, a lot to learn from it. Um, always great that you win and you can learn learn from that. But uh, I think that starts with me. I just I feel like I didn't do a good enough job preparing them for, you know, you know it's there and you set up some things and some schemes, you know, to combat it. But he was really talented. And, um, you know, I, I saw during the game that um, it's almost like when you go – I learned a lot personally too, because it's like when you go against an option team, how do you simulate that in practice? It's it's difficult. How do you simulate a scrambling quarterback? You know, near impossible, really is. You know, and so that was uh, Noel's talking about that and admitting it. I, I thought it was cool that he took ownership of it and he said, "Look, this is on me. I didn't have us ready for it." And he was asked later on if they put somebody else, a different skill player, skill position player to kind of simulate that on the scout team. He said they did not, and they had a hard time really simulating what Finn could do, and they, uh, he said they weren't ready for it. Now, um, he did complete – Finn completed a 50-yard pass. Against Arkansas State the previous week, um, James Blackman completed a 58-yard pass. Notre Dame against Ohio State in the opener, uh, they completed a 54-yard pass. And so Knowles was asked about um, the big plays and, and uh, how you can better defend that and how they get ready for that. Here's uh, Knowles talking about that. 
right? And how, um, you know, I've, I've talked talked before about how they're, I've built those into the system because they do happen. You don't want to give up any of them, you know? So, you know, you never condone that and it's always a concern and you have to look at it and say, why did it happen? Right. What, what's the issue? You know, was it just a 50, 50 ball or were we out of uh, position? And if we were out of position, why were we out of position? So, um, Every single explosive play is concerning. It's not the end of the world because we, you know, we've shown we can recover from it, and that's important that you guys know you can recover. But every single one is concerning and needs to have an answer. Now that answer may just be, "Hey, we lost the fifty-fifty battle." Okay, move on. Next. So that's a great explanation by him, and that yes, some sometimes these things will happen, and um, the, you know, the, the big plays that have happened against Ohio State have not necessarily been because of a um, a breakdown somewhere. It's it's more because they couldn't put pressure on the quarterback or there was a, a kind of a fluky thing. And, and we were with Brian Day, uh, we previewed the Wisconsin game about that a little bit. But I, think about this with the defense now. I If you were watching the game, you might say, God, Toledo scored 21 points. How is a team that bad? That bad's the wrong way to put it. How does a team that Ohio State is so much better than end up putting up 21 on Ohio State. At one point, the score is 28-14 to 14 in the first half, and oh my God, what's wrong with Ohio State's defense? Let me tell you this. Their defense right now, they are 21st in the country in yards per game. They're 21st in third down percentage allowed, 24th in rushing yards a game, 24th in scoring allowed per game, and 24th in red zone defense. Now, I know that at the beginning of the year, the, the big number, the 21st in total defense, the 278.7 yards per game, that's where Ryan Day said he, his expectation is a top 10 finish there. And Knowles follows up with, I wish he would have said top five. So they are better than they were last year, no doubt about it. Think about this. Through three games last year, Ohio State was 91st in scoring. 101st in rushing and total defense, 117th in passing defense, and 126th and third down conversions allowed. So even just like looking at the, the uh, 101st in total defense to 21st, that's huge. That's a that's a markup of 80 spots right there for Ohio State. Now, think about where you felt last year after three games about the defense. Last year, Ohio State gave up 14 points in the first half to Minnesota, 17 in the second half. Minnesota, Ohio State did not adjust well, still gave up 17 points in a game that was closer than it probably should have been. Against Oregon, Ohio State, 14 in the first half, 21 in the second half. Against Tulsa, 6 in the first half, 14 in the second. Um, so that's 52 second-half points in three games. Last year against Michigan, they gave up 28 points in the second half. This year so far, in three games, they've given up 10 points in the second half. That's it. 10 points in the second half. Nothing to Notre Dame, 3 to Arkansas State, 7 to Toledo. That tells you about adjustments that Ohio State's made, that they're doing that. They go from that kind of a performance last year in the second half where they did not make adjustments at all, it seemed like. The only time they really did was in the Rose Bowl game against Utah when you saw Ohio State give up 35 first-half points and then just 10 in the second half. If you go to the second half of the Michigan game through the first half of the Utah game, the Buckeyes gave up 63 points. This defense... Look, the, the 21 points Toledo scored, it wasn't like they were these incredible, long, drawn-out drives. The defense is so much better now than they were last year. And I, 
credit to Jim Knowles. And Ryan Day said at the preseason um, when they were at the Big Ten Media Days, he said, look, we've got essentially the same team we had against, uh, against Utah in the Rose Bowl. It's essentially the same team. All this credit goes to the coaching staff and what they've been able to do. And Jim Knowles has completely transformed this coaching staff, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, the defense. And you can just you see it when they play. They're much more aggressive now. They react better. And the, the fact they've given up just 10 points in three games in the second half is an incredible stat and very encouraging for this Ohio State team. All right, uh, next time we're going to talk about Wisconsin. We'll hear from Day and that also, talking about um, how they're going to prepare for Wisconsin, what we can expect in that game. This has been um, the uh, Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito. Jeff, that all follow me on Twitter at that happens. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Buckeye Blitz. We'll see you soon.